Hello. Hi. Hey. What's going on? Oh, you know, stuff. Stuff. I wanted to show you this. So this is the one we had last, that put last time. It still is like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, if he, I forgot that I had ordered another one because it goes from China and they'd take like, uh-huh. you know, right. a month or two to get here. This is how I think it should feel. Yeah, the bearings might just be worn out. Um, this is a very nice one, though. Yeah. It's all opalescent or pearlescent or whatever. Well, just just the feel. I mean, the yeah. the look is, is neat, but I mean, that's, I'm sure it was only like uh, seven bucks. That's probably yeah. all the, the max I would pay for one of those at this point. There's a little bit of grind. The other one there. was like 30 when I bought it. <laughs> Yeah, if you could find, it's hard to find ungreased bearings except for in spinners, though. Yeah, I wonder if you you mentioned that maybe it was because it was so little wet from the acetone. Maybe if it's still if it's dry now, right? But I mean, I would have thought maybe it'd get better on its own. But if it's still not as good, I think it is what it is. Hey, right. well, these are polarizing film sheets. Mm-hmm. They're linearly polarized, so if yes. I take this and I move this here, we yep. see now, well, it's completely dark. But if I put another one in here, uh, and I turn this 45 degrees, some of the light does get through. It's easier to see if you put it up the little Yep, light. yep. So even though it should be blocked. But... Yep, that's that trick we were talking about mm-hmm. not so long ago. You'd think it should be blocked, but it isn't. And there, there is actually a classical way to 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 extend this, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. So the quantum one is the only one that really makes a whole lot of sense. But I'll give you the classical idea for why that works. It's that um, the when you talk about light going in some direction, um, it's polarized in. Um, it's an average polarization in some mm-hmm. vector. So it's, it has some vector here and some vector here. It's making sort of a V. Mm-hmm. Right. But its average is, is up. So if you take out this average component, only some only the half components will go through, but um, some of them still can come through as long as it's uh, halfway polarized, not fully polarized. That's pretty cool. The other neat thing you can do with these polarizing filters is see how your screen and your monitor is polarized. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it's polarized diagonally. Right. Okay. And you put it on, on your phone, and your phone is probably circularly polarized, so it won't. You just uh, get nice colors. It, it, it changes. You get uh, nice colors, but you won't get... Yeah, I mean, I had a pair of um, polarized sunglasses, and I couldn't use my phone landscape with the sunglasses on the screen would just go blank really <laughs> yeah uh it was my it wasn't this phone it was the success i think i had or whatever but uh yeah if you had those sunglasses on and had the screen tilted mm-hmm. um just the polarization just was not working together yeah those so, so the old phones were uh linearly polarized like these um mm-hmm. screens okay uh and i imagine that it's the reason why it's like that why why it's diagonally polarized is because of that reason so if you're looking at it through sunglasses you'd still be able to see it yeah because uh, you're not usually going to look at it at 45 degree angle 
But the newer phones are circularly polarized, so they don't... Uh, right. Both of those design choices were probably based on people wearing sunglasses. Probably. So those are cool. That was like five bucks off of Amazon to get these. That's cool. Yeah. Um, they can do all kinds of cool polarization experiments. Yeah. That's the fun part. And you can yeah check uh, check all your monitors and see like how are they polarized? Can you do fun stuff with lasers with that? Uh, How's the laser light? I guess not. No, well, see, okay. So the laser light is good. Okay, so that, that's an interesting question about the laser light. Do you, what do you know about how a laser works? Should, should we pour this? Uh, yeah, I guess we could drink some beer. That's kind of what we do here. What do you? Uh, how do you? What do you know about how a laser works? How do I know about how a laser works? It's been a long time, so. It's, uh, I'm just going to be guessing, so why don't you just... I'll give you the, I'll give you the real simple rundown, because I won't, I won't go in depth into it, but okay, so you, you have some, um, some, some, uh, matter that has electrons, <laughs> because it does, uh, and you use an electric current to excite those electrons, so the electrons go from the, uh, from their ground state into an excited state. Now, in... If this were to happen just out in space, uh, the these electrons can drop into their ground state and they'll release they'll uh, they'll throw out a photon and that photon that's called um, spontaneous emission when that happens uh, and that photon will go in any direction it doesn't really matter. However, if you were to induce this photon with you put in an ener- uh, exactly correct energy for for this transition from from an incoming photon. Then this will drop down to the ground state. Here is the first photon that comes through. And it will create a second photon exactly the same as the incident photon. In the same direction, Mm -hmm. with the same wavelength, everything the same. A completely coherent photon. This is called stimulated emission. And this is what a laser is about. It's about stimulating the emission Mm-hmm. of these photons. And so a polarizer should work only on one particular dimension because all those photons should right. be exactly the same, exactly coherent. Let's get a fucking laser. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one, don't we? Uh. <laughs> I had water where I was trying to grab the... He was reaching over his laptop to get the... Thermometer because it has the the laser. I don't know if it's gonna work since the battery's low. There we go. All right, all right. Here are some filters. Okay, so it doesn't seem to make much of a difference. So I don't know what we're going to learn if it's not making much of a difference, <laughs> but that's if the if the laser is make is coming out of circularly polarized light, then then the photons will be circularly polarized. In, in which case, so that's kind of interesting because you can see light through the the three filter thing, right? Uh-huh. I saw the I saw the laser through it. Oh, okay, it is getting through. All right, but this should block the laser, right? Yeah. As science would indicate. (laughs) Science works again. Did you you see the shirt that Heather got me? Science, because you can't (laughs) figure shit out by praying. (laughs) 
that's <laughs> that's essentially the reason. It's not because praying is necessarily bad. Right? I mean, it's not good or bad, really. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, it doesn't really help you figure things out. In general, there are some people who've done it, but it's really rare. <laughs> okay. Um, I couldn't do Saturday because I um, I got invited to go grilling. Okay. And so I was like, oh, yeah. Good reason not to do a show, for sure. What I do last night, I uh, went out to dinner. Allie spent the night at a friend's house, so Max and Heather and I went out to dinner and watched Game of Thrones again, just to be refreshed for Ah. tonight. (laughs) Because, you know, with kids and everything, I'm not going to remember all the details of Game of Thrones from a week ago. And uh, I was gonna was going to read, but then fell asleep before I started reading. So, yeah, that, that, that will happen. Yep. Pretty much my set my rockin' Saturday night. It's telling Greg, you know, uh, let's know when I make things that aren't just tchotchkes on the 3D printer. Right. So, two projects. Now, this one I didn't really... De- well... So I did make some design changes to this. Uh, if you go on Thingiverse, there's a bunch of Google Cardboards, and this is a pretty nice one. And there's not water dripping out of it. <laughs> um, it has kind of adjustable lenses. We need the plastic for the lenses. I took them out of... Remember those Kellogg's Superhero uh, Avengers cardboards that they sold mm-hmm. had one of those laying around i'm like that's so that's where i got the lenses so i actually had to modify the lens holder because this one the one this was designed for was for a magnifying glass lens you could buy on amazon yeah. so i had to kind of uh bring this out you know and then you'll see all the slope that's on the inside there okay you know that so like you can take a a, a, a model you know stl like this threaded piece and you can tack stuff onto it or cut holes in it pretty easy. But actually modifying like the thread pitch and stuff, you can't do. Uh, and I don't really have the know-how on how to design my own thread pitch type stuff. So I basically took the model and then just took the two pieces and kind of made them so they would fit the new lens. So that was a mod. And then I cut a hole in the front so the iPhone camera can look out in case I find some like augmented reality type stuff. The next mod I want to make is um, in the side here. I'm going to take the tip off one of those, you know, pens with the little conductive nub on the thing and make a little lever thing so I can kind of touch the side of the the cardboard and have this thing like kind of touch the corner of the screen. Okay, so can you space those lenses out differently? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I think that that's part of part of probably what was the problem with that thing you were you were viewing. Because I don't know whether. Those lenses may be meant for a specific smaller head because it's a clink. Because it's so a... I went through and did the cardboard calibration thing. So I have a QR code for this. Uh, when I use the stuff that's in the Google Cardboard app, it looks pretty good. Uh, the thing that you looked at for a second was another app that I just downloaded when you were walking in the front door. And even though I shot the QR code for it, it was still seeing double right. It wasn't working right. So. Um, I'd give you mine, but it doesn't look like it'll fit my phone. Um, I think your phone will fit. Now, don't have we don't have a profile for your phone, so we'd have to make one, and that would take a while. So we're not it's not gonna be functional, but it, it would fit. It would take a while, why? Can't you just scan a QR code? 
um, we don't have a QR code. I mean, I have one for my phone, but your phone's gonna has a bigger screen and stuff, so all the settings are gonna be different. All right, if you say so. Um, my Times VR, and here's the New York Times VR that I think is pretty good. And since I put custom lenses in it, you know, this is the only one on Earth like this, as far as I know. All right, let's see. Use a card reviewer for most immersive start. Uh, no. All right. All right. So here's one. You can try the cardboard yeah. QR code I have. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll try this. So there is... There was one on Pluto. Yeah, Pluto. The Pluto one is neat. Cardboard... Make sure orientation lock is turned off. All right. Might fit. I thought it was going to fit when I did the. Oh, I bet you if you took a case off, it would fit. But you don't I have don't, to do no, that. Yeah, it's easy. Out here on the edge of the solar system, three billion miles from the warmth of the sun, a planet has spun through the void. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that app though. I still need to get um, a big fat piece of like soft foam to put around the edge here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a piece of like half inch foam, and it wasn't enough. My eyes were like still like my brow was still touching the lenses and stuff, the lens holders and stuff. So I need like a big fat piece of foam to put on it. And then uh, I showed you that kind of articulated spring-loaded monitor arm. I'm working on challenging myself to see if I can come up with like a, a DIY stand-up mm-hmm. workstation. So uh, breaking it in small bite-sized challenges. And the first one was, can I make like a, a monitor arm that's spring-balanced where you can just kind of drag the monitor around and it stays there? That's challenge number one. So We can do the same thing with the thing for sensors in the Oculus. <laughs> doesn't have to be nearly as big yeah, too because the yeah. sensors are tiny um, let's see a, oh well there's a, okay so there's a bunch of stuff that I had in my uh, notes here <clears throat> so I was like High and thinking about <laughs> thinking about the speed of light. Okay. And it's way out, man. No, no, not at all. No, but but there is a reason why um light light is moving at the speed of light. Or um There's a reason why light is moving at the speed of light. Yeah. Because it's light. Um, well, but this, what is the speed of light? Why, why is the speed of light so special? What is, mm-hmm. why is light, you know, cause this, to see falls out of the equations for, for relativity, but, um, it really falls out of the equation for electromagnetism. Uh, why does light move at that speed? Uh, and the answer is cause it's, it's the, it's the rest of the energy. Um, it's where sort of all the energy that can't go into making atomic transitions, where that goes, you know, and all the energy that can't turn into particles, fermions, things like that. Where does that go? Well, it it has to go somewhere, or or it won't. I mean, it, it, it could not go somewhere, but when it does get dumped into the background, 
that has to go somewhere. The place where it goes is into the photon field. And the reason why it can go there so easily as opposed to other places is because it can be then moved away uh, at its fastest possible speed. Uh, and what that means really is that it is uh, in it from the photon's perspective, quote unquote, it's infinite speed. It's just being thrown away. Uh, it is to, from our perspective, not an infinite speed, but our perspective, of course, of how far that moves and that direction, all that stuff is, is based is a perspective based thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is the, the the real interesting point is that when when you are moving at speed c uh your energy is related to your frequency entirely yes okay um as opposed to being bound up in things like mass and inertia and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. completely related to your frequency so you have that really a huge amount of possible uh states you can you can throw into instead of just being ones that, are, that have particular masses. I was listening to that last statement. You like mean? you can't you, you can't make an electron that has ha- a half an electron's mass. Oh, okay. But the you mean so frequency can be any anything, and it's a very narrow, almost well, almost infinite. It has infinite, to be divisible yeah. by by Pike's constant, but it, it's. Right. It's almost infinite, right? So, yeah, that's where the a bunch of that energy can can go, and so it's like that. It can be traveled away without regard to making any making any inertia shit go on. It just has to be related to its frequency. It just has to be related to really its momentum. So, if you need to dump a whole bunch of energy, you just have an X-ray burst. Yep. Maybe you just need to dump a little bit of energy. Yeah. And you're, I mean, if you dump a whole lot of energy, a lot of that's going to, I mean, a good amount of that's going to turn into particles, but a whole lot more is going to be just uh, heat, essentially, which is what light is heat. Mm-hmm. Even even high energy light is just very simple. Very hot heat. Very hot heat. And uh, yeah, th- there is, so the, the other. Um, piece of the standard model that has no mass is gluons but they're confined and weird anyway so <laughs> you don't have to worry about that that's too uh that's too <laughs> much math the, the reason why so they're confined in nucleus and in order to get into that uh so it, it just it, the energy scale on which those gluons can be made is so tiny is because they have to be in this sort of small range and and they have then you have to then also balance it out with color because this color charge that gets created with gluons which does not exist with photons so you have to have that and so that 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 has to be balanced out because you can't just create a a gluon that has that's blue you have to also create an anti-blue same time because there has to be color symmetry just like you can't create a uh Electron without also creating an anti-electron because there's charge symmetry. Yes, um, things have to be very, very heavy to get into the gluons range. Okay. Uh, since the energy is non-localized and random, it makes more sense that the photon field will get it. Then it just radiates away at top speed. Well, the top speed we measure for the photon, which is c. That's where we measure the missing energy from like particle accelerators. That's mm-hmm. where. 
So you say, okay, yeah, the, that's where when, when when we look at something and we see the photons that come out, we say, okay, well, is there a deficit from what we expected to see? And that's where you. That's why we can measure things like the Higgs because there there is a deficit in terms of when when we expect to see something and the certain other things that came out, and we find out what that deficit is, and we, then we use some math and we turn that into the value of the resonance of the, what the Higgs is because we never actually see a Higgs particle, for example. We don't actually see, you know, a W particle. We see what comes out of the W particle. Or a top quark. We don't actually have a picture of a top quark. We have a picture of how a top quark decays, because a top quark right. takes so long, to, it takes so tiny that time to decay. But it's by measuring the, the, um, the stuff that goes at the speed of light and the stuff that doesn't. I just got into a whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else did I talk about? Oh, um, <laughs> this was funny. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine, and because um, there's a, the Trump thing came up, where they was looking into pardoning himself, <laughs> other stuff like that. <laughs> I saw that this morning, and I said, you know, th- this was before like him him tweeting about it, which is oh, what an idiot. But um, it was just a, a it was a story that was going out, which said that. Um, that his lawyers were looking into all possibility stuff, even pardoning. And I said, you know, fuck, if I were Trump's lawyer, of course I would be looking into pardoning. I'd be a pretty shitty lawyer if I wasn't. It didn't seem like a bad news, like a uh-huh. like a story. It seemed like a story about competency, which is not something I expect from the Trump uh, campaign. Like, yeah, I mean, fuck, look into all the options, even if they're on a, even if they're not realistic. You look into it. Right, right. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy shit out there, man. Um, but it's like, my, my thing was, I want those people who are working and exploring every possible option to find which ones actually work. I want those people to put in charge of government. Right? Those are the confident people. Put them in charge of the government because they're looking at things. They're trying to get something that works. You apply that fucking energy to government, and that's it, and there. Uh, but so what I came up with is my perception of government now is like my perception of right now the government has existed. Right my perception of of cops. They're good cops, right? They exist. They're hero cops. They also exist. But there are a lot more fucking bad, corrupt shit cops who just want to fuck anyone but their friends over, so they and their friends can be comfortable. Right now, that seems to be the case. Uh, and the bad chop cops are the ones who now are in charge of the government. And mostly because the good cops are too busy being good cops to actually get shit done. <laughs> so when they're in charge, it's like people are like, I just want to see some robberies. People just get bored with the fact that the good cops are in charge and nothing interesting happens. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see some robberies, damn it. And uh, voila, the zeitgeist. You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> People, so somebody for free said uh, it seems like an admission of guilt. The 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 the, um, the, par- the pardoning thing. He said it seems like either an admission of guilt or an admission of optics. And I said, well, I think it's it's it leaked clearly because someone in the lawyer's process thought it was fucked up. So optics, because it's definitely optics. Because I mean, 
as to admitting they're guilty, they've already done that. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. <laughs> no one in power seems to care. So it's clearly just the optics that they care about. There was a, I was watching uh, Samantha B. And, uh, you know, they, she, they went, you know, it was kind of the, the Daily Show talk to the demonstrators, but, you know, kind of turned it in their face. They have no idea what they're talking about, right? Like, impeach Trump now. Yeah, but you can do it with lefties, too. <laughs> right, right. But they're, well, these were the lefties they were talking to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, do you understand that, like, Paul Ryan has to initiate this right. thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you got to get these guys to mm-hmm. vote for him, you know? And so, like, you clearly don't understand uh, how unlikely mm-hmm. it is. What are, you, what are you just listening to the really loud car that's outside? We usually don't get loud cars on our street. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be inter- it's 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 interesting, interesting times in which we live. Mm-hmm. There's that ancient Chinese curse: may you live in interesting times. It's a, <laughs> you know, when John Oliver first called it stupid Watergate, <laughs> I thought, you know, it's a little, I, I didn't think it was a, a good title. I thought it was easy. I thought it was, you know, turned, like, didn't seem very accurate. But as time goes on, it's like, well, it's kind of like dumb Starbucks from, from Nathan yeah. for you. It's like, yeah. For some reason, as simple and simplistic as it is, it's it's absolutely perfect. So... Well, as time goes on, I'm, I've, I've fallen in love with, I mean, just just the way, like, oh, here's my emails. And then the emails are incriminating. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah, you moron. Stupid Watergate. Um, the thing that's interesting to me about Trump is if you look at, like, his campaign and even, even the speeches he gave... There was no coherent policy. He was just throwing out everything. He mm-hmm. was throwing out every possible view that it's possible. And so now people stick to, well, you promised this, you promised this, you promised that. Uh, yeah, he was just throwing out shit just, just to, to to catch people. I mean, if you go back to his speech at the, at the Republican National Campaign, he was talking about LGBTQ discrimination. <laughs> Stuff that he didn't give a shit about. Just wanted to see what people would catch on. And, and he found it. In uh, the evangelicals, really, they're the ones who got mm-hmm. who like latched on because, of course, of, why wouldn't they? They're cultists, and uh, so of course it turns into you know a big cult now, and that's uh, and we're fighting evangelicals again. Yay! The uh, what did I just want to say? I wanted to mention evangelicals are the kind of people who won't admit they're wrong. I guess. I don't know well enough. They don't. Oh. <laughs> they don't. They'll, they'll find some excuse. I had something saved, but now it's it fell out of my head. What was it? Oh, you're talking about Kim. Oh, uh, I was invited to Trump's rally in Youngstown. <laughs> Left me a... Uh, who? Who invited you? Um... Ivanka called me up and invited me. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Hi, I'm Ivanka Trump. So that's sort of like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come to Youngstown and watch my dad's rally. 
so the the issue I have with an evangelical is essentially uh, or evangelicals in general when we're talking about things like this is uh, there's a question that comes up whatever you have I mean because everybody can have their own opinions right but there's a question the question is how do you know whether it's true or not and for me, the best uh, best answer is, well, because we can demonstrate this, 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 and so the least silly option is that this is true. And for the evangelicals, the answer is, well, wait till you die, and then you'll find out. <laughs> don't don't got that kind of time, man. <laughs> or you won't. Or you won't. No, I will. <laughs> if if everything you know, works the way I think it should, then yeah, I very much expect that I will die. I mean, no. find out. No, no, no. that's what um, I mean. I was talking about the finding out part. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure dying is a pretty safe bet. Uh, and I think uh, so. This is another remark I had, which is that. A lot of people are saying, um, well, the, the whole thing is that Trump is a, you know, he's he's a he's out of the standard machinery. He's a different part, he's a different thing than standard machinery, and that's why everything's, you know, that's why people are reacting so well. But that's what we need. We need a different piece of machinery in there. The problem is that uh, I'm just thinking like a whole big uh, clockwork machine with a whole bunch of gears and shit, and then you take a new like high tech gears with a whole bunch of different shit and you put it in there, like maybe something just doesn't work at all like the other stuff. It's not really going to be good for the machine. <laughs> No. The machine is built around tolerating a specific type of gear. So, yeah, you're going to be grinding up the machinery. He just doesn't get that uh, he's not the boss <laughs> of the entire government. <laughs> Executive branch? Sure. There's other two pesky branches. Who needs them? Um... I have other stuff, but I can I can save that till later. All right, let's do that. Let's do the show. Cool sh- let's drink some coffee porter, this and that stuff, and those other things. Yes, this and that and other things. <laughs> <laughs>